0: Also, in June, on the 8th and 9th, is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recovery Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started recoveryoursoul.net after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery and help others to transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach i can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace happiness connection and abundance visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me read the blog listen to some of my original music subscribe and receive email updates i think of recover your soul as a community follow us on social media and join the private facebook group to support each other and connect i know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to recover your soul. Thank you for spending your time with me here today. I've been thinking a lot about the changes that have happened in my life from when I felt overwhelmed and stressed out and just filled with anxiety, and just literally like I didn't want to live anymore. To today, where I wake up in the morning filled with enthusiasm and joy and connection and excitement for what's going to happen in my life. And I know that when we are in that place of overwhelm, that when we're in that place where it just feels like it's too much, when we're in that place where our lives feel overwhelming, out of control, unmanageable, that it can be really hard to even believe that there's light on the other side. And part of what is amazing is our lives are what we think and feel and believe they are. And that is something that takes a while to really grasp and understand. When we begin to think that way, when we begin to shift our thinking that life isn't happening to us, that we are Part of what is happening in our lives, that what we think and feel and believe actually has an outcome, we can use that to our advantage. We can stop letting life run us over. We can stop feeling like we're powerless. Letting go of control doesn't mean that we don't have some level of strength, some level of power, but we are powerless over the circumstances and the people and the world around us. But we don't have to let that be what circumstances, those circumstances be what affects us in a negative way. We can begin to be aware that we are co-creators, that we have some power within ourselves, that we have control within ourselves To be in our own environment, our own internal environment, and to begin to make choices, conscientious choices about what we're going to think, how we're going to feel, how we're going to respond, what we're going to believe that's going to change it so that as life is coming to us, we are able to let it be part of that river that I talk about that we don't have to be taken over by circumstances that feel overwhelming, that we can begin to shift how we think and how we react and how we respond to the world around us. I think when I really started to recognize that my thoughts were powerful, that what I thought was what my life was going to be, that if I use the words like I'm really struggling with my relationship with rich right now, I'm gonna be struggling. I'm actually creating an environment and a circumstance that is surrounded around struggle. And that if I'm not feeling well and I say, I oh got I really feel sick and I'm just so tired of being sick and I'm I'd never feel good, I'm setting myself up to feel sick and to never feel good. But if I say I'm working hard to in- improve my relationship with my husband that can have the same tone behind it that there's something to work on, but I can decide whether I'm going to define it as a struggle or whether I'm going to define it as a positive affirmative prayer an affirmative action that I'm working to improve it. It's important to me that I improve my relationship with my husband, and in that you can feel this change this energy this way of bringing to you a more positive result. And if I'm not feeling well, I can also spend my energy reflecting on what is working for me, that my body is strong, that my body is powerful and full of healing potential and energy and is working hard to heal what is happening in my life. I've always struggled with lower back pain and I fell when I was in, I think it was junior high and really did some damage to my lower back. And I've had lower back pain and some pretty substantial pain issues ever since then, which is part of the reasons why I'm not terribly athletic. But I also know that when I concentrate on it, that when I put my energy into it, this is, oh, I can't really do all that much or I can't walk all that far because of my lower back issues. All of a sudden, I really start to have pain again. It starts to really bother me. But when I change that narrative, because what I think and feel and believe is what I'm bringing to me in my life. So I change the narrative and I say, I am so grateful and I know that I'm working really hard to strengthen my core and to strengthen my body because I am healing And it's amazing how at 51, I'm actually having substantially less pain since I've been doing soul recovery than I did in those previous years. And I think a huge piece of that, I know a huge piece of that is because I have worked really hard to change the narrative into my mind, to change my perspective, to leaning in an affirmative way, to leaving in a positive way. One of the reasons I love positive psychology is it's the truth that if you focus on your attributes over your negatives, if you focus on what's working in your life versus what's not working in your life, if you focus on what you want on a positive level versus what you don't think you're ever going to get, miracles start to happen and things start to move and shift in different ways. But when you're in a place where it just feels really heavy and dark, it can be really difficult to even believe that that's possible. To even believe that that's possible, that you can make a shift. If you have a spouse or a kid or a family member who's in the depths of addiction, or you yourself are struggling with something that feels like it's taken you over, or your heart is breaking, or you've had loss from a job or from a relationship or from grief from a death. Those feelings are very real. And it's not about bypassing those feelings and moving right to everything's great. Everything's perfect. There's no problems. That's, that's not what it's about. What it's about is being able to be in those circumstances And being able to touch deeply those feelings that you have and recognize that you have a part in how you're gonna come out the other side. That just little tiny baby steps of working on having the next better feeling, the next higher level of vibration, the next belief up of how you can do better, feel better be happier, be more connected and also recognize the grief and suffering and pain without trying to not feel it will allow you to get to that other side. So when you're in a situation where you have somebody, let's use the example of having a a spouse or a child who is really struggling. I know that for me, When I was working on Al-Anon, I really wanted to be in control of that. I wanted to fix them. I wanted to do whatever it took for me to help make their life better. That I thought that I could control that, that this rehab for my son was going to be what was going to fix him. That I thought that this situation with my husband, that if he just heard these words or or went to these meetings, that he was going to be well again. And what I've learned, not only from their recovery, but from my recovery, is that this is an inside job. Happiness is an inside job. And when I let go of needing to fix and control them, and I put the focus back on myself, and I put the focus on what is my belief, what do I think and feel and believe, And what I realized is that I really thought and felt and believed that everything was going to fall apart, that there was no hope, that it was never going to be better, that we were all going to struggle, we were all going to suffer, that my son would never be okay, my husband would never be okay, I would never be okay. Well, how in the world is it supposed to be better when I really look in the depths of my heart, and that's what I believed. So when I did the switch, when I started doing soul recovery and 12 step to come out of my own head, that I think I'm the one in charge and move the power over to a higher power and say, it is not me that needs to be doing this. I need to trust that there's something greater than myself that I don't have to understand that can help me and help my family members. That I need to change what I think and feel and believe. And I started to only concentrate on my feelings. And one of the things that Rich and I did when we first went into recovery is we worked with another sober friend of ours, and she helped us in our communication. We spent so much time talking to each other about what the other person was doing wrong, how the other person wasn't meeting our needs, how the other person needed to change, that the other person was wrong. And it was just a constant fight, constant fight, because then you're just defensive and you're pissed off. And even if the other person is saying something that's completely valid, you can't hear it, which means that they can't hear you. So when she started working with us, she helped us to see that we were not taking responsibility for ourselves, that we were not in a place where we were concentrating on our own reactions, our own feelings, our own hurts, our own fears. And I was able to start to speak in a way, not only to Rich, but to myself that said, I'm terrified that my son's going to die. I'm terrified that he's going to go into major addiction and that he might even kill himself. I'm scared to death of that. And to really, even now, those feelings that come up from that, to really be able to voice that instead of saying, I think that if you would just be different, and if you would just do this different, then he wouldn't be like this. Those are circumstances that I don't have any control of. But when I could just touch my fear and touch my fear that, that Rich wasn't ever going to be sober, that he was going to always be angry. And instead of pointing my finger and saying, you're always going to be angry and you never do this, what I started saying is, I don't feel safe. I don't feel connected. I can't feel your love because I'm afraid. And I'm not afraid of my safety because he's never had that level. It was an energetic feeling. And when I was able to come and start talking about myself that I needed and wanted a partner that I could trust with my heart, with my emotions, then he was able to soften up and start talking on his perspective and say Mm. that he didn't feel safe with me, that he felt that I was always controlling him, that I wasn't liking who he was as a person, that he felt ostracized in his own family, and that that was really painful for him. And we were able to start talking to each other in a different way because we weren't pointing the finger at the other person. And when I did that, the shift really started to happen that I could see that this was really about me. And what do I think and feel and believe? And I started changing how I spoke and how I felt inside my heart. And I started believing that there was hope for us and our family that I trusted and could have some knowledge that my son was going to be okay and that this was part of his journey and that he just needed to be loved by me. He just needed to be accepted by me for everything that he was and that I could let go of feeling like I had to keep him from something, some darkness. And I have to be honest and say that I also Went to a place where I had to accept that whatever happens for him, I can't stop anything. And he and I taught, have talked quite a bit over the years about suicide, and that because we both have this place where that darkness can feel so, so real, and it's not necessarily that you want to do something to yourself, but that the pain is so overwhelming. And I'm grateful that we can have those conversations and we can set up agreements that just say, if you're ever feeling like that, please call me, please let me know. But I had to let go of the belief that it was my job to keep him from wanting to feel that way. Because I can't make him not feel that way. But I can stop holding so tightly to him that he can't do the work for himself. And when we were in California on our recent trip, and we were camping. And he showed up and the next day I started just a tiny bit because we're always working. You know, I haven't haven't made any of these changes to a point where I don't have to work on them a little bit. I observed myself being concerned about how he would do on the trip because he's always required a lot more energy from everybody in the family. And I said something along the lines and he said, you don't have to worry about me. And I said, I'm always worried about you. And he came back to me about 10 minutes later, and he looked me in the eyes, and he said, I don't want you to have to worry about me anymore, Mom. I'm okay. That's incredible. For everything that we went through, everything that he went through, I mean, that kid went through so much crap, and legal, and emotional, and school, and just so, so, so tough. And now at 25, I have let go and I'm watching him expand and I'm watching him learn how to deal with his own stuff. So it's not like life is perfect and he still struggles with addiction and he still struggles with some of his depression and mental illness, but he's learning how to handle it just like how I'm learning how to handle it in my life. And when I look at Rich and I and how much I've let go of thinking that I need to be in charge of anything because my life is what I think and feel believe and believe it is. It's not that my job is to tell somebody else what their life is what I think and feel and believe it is. I have worked so much to really allow my mind to be more positive, to be aware that every thought has strength behind it, so that even though I know that sometimes what comes out is positive, but if I'm really honest, what's deep inside has a lot of pain still behind it. And so then I can work on that. I can recognize that and say, oh, you still have a lot of judgment. You still have a lot of fear. That's okay. What do we need to do to let go of that self-judgment? And then when I recognize that, I can shift my thinking and I can use some of the tools that I have to use affirmations. I know and feel and believe that everything's working out for me and it isn't what life does to me it's what I set up for life to bring to me what I'm setting up for life to bring to me and if my thoughts are creating what is coming to me what do I want those thoughts to be How can I have those thoughts be more tuned in, more aligned, more connected with my dreams, with my beliefs, with who I know in the depths of my heart, of who I am, and begin to let go of the fears and be the next higher, better feeling closer to happiness? closer to healthy relationships and healthy mind. It's worked wonders. It's really remarkable when I think about how different my life is, how different my mind is. As we come to the end of the year, I've been reflecting on this recover your soul journey, which has just been so profound in knowing that I'm connecting with people. I love reading the reviews and getting emails from people that are talking about how it's affected their life. And I realized that I have all these big dreams and as we come to the end of this season I'm going to start to pare back down to one episode a week so that we can go through the holidays and probably take some of December off in preparation for the third season that will start in January of 2022 and I'm just so grateful for this time that we have together. And I'm so grateful for my own soul recovery. And I'm so grateful that you choose me to be some level of guide and inspiration in your soul recovery. So always look for those podcasts. I'm going to definitely keep the Friday drops and might start to back off of doing the Monday one as well. Depending on how my weeks go, it's been pretty busy with the holidays coming up. And I say thank you so much for joining me today on this journey to recover your soul. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, And there you can find out more about me book, your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates. Listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the recover your soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference and you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also by following subscribe, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the recover your soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are, share where you're from, share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time. Namaste.